0: Hello, and welcome to the Bliss Smith Podcast. My name is Katie Smith, and here you will learn ways to find, forge, and follow your bliss by hearing stories from people like you on overcoming obstacles, diving deeply into passion, investing in yourselves and others, and uniting in gratitude to celebrate every last joy. I can't wait for you to listen. Hey, hi, honey. <laughs> are you excited? I don't know yet. Okay, okay. We'll just figure that out. Okay, perfect. Um, ooh, this is sounding great so far. I think fantastic. Yeah. So, um, who are you, ma'am? <laughs> I'm your mom. Oh, you're my mom. <laughs> I gave birth to you. <sighs> you guys, I got mom on the old podcast. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> oh, she's very excited. <laughs> I might pee my pants. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you do. I'll excuse gonna... myself. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Um, so you're my mom. Do you have a name? My name is Nancy. Nancy? Nancy, yeah. And what do you do for a living? Um, I'm on the tour for golf, professional
1: golf. Oh, amazing. But to pay the bills, I'm a barber. Oh, right, right, yeah. right.
0: You mean the tour doesn't pay you enough? It, it really doesn't yet. I'm I'm working on it. Oh. I got to work on my drives those big cardboard checks do they just say like 25 cents they actually don't say anything hmm. they say get off the course <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you have a really great drive thanks <laughs> Good job. i love golf you love golf. so I you're do. a golfer I love golf so much i am a golfer and you which we'll get back to and you <clears throat> cut hair i do cut hair and what else uh i'm a mom
1: uh huh, and a brand new grandma. You're a grandma. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs>
0: and you're a new auntie. I'm an auntie too. Yeah, we're both it's very the lucky. Best.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the best.
0: Yeah, your life has changed a lot in the last year. Oh, so much so. You weren't a grandma now you are. Right. Yeah. So many things. Mm-hmm. I tell my friends that.
1: Um. About a year ago, I became two G's, a girlfriend and a grandma, by two J's, John and Joe. <gasps> And now I have two Bs, a boyfriend and a baby. (laughs) (laughs) All all in a year. Wow. Did you come up with that formula yourself? I did. You're very clever. Thanks. I actually searched out people with J names (laughs) to date
0: because I knew it had to be that way. You did. It it had to fit the mathematical formula. (laughs) It did. It did. That's amazing. I know. Congrats, Mom. Hey, thanks, babe. Um, So today we're going to talk about... Setting boundaries. Yes. Um, Hard to do. Yes. And I feel like we have had the pleasure of learning about this together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, because it is very hard. And I think it's something that a lot of us struggle with. I I think that uh, throughout
1: the years we've discovered we're on the same path, but obviously different. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Setting up boundaries for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So tell me, tell me what setting boundaries means to you. Well, I, I think that they mean,
1: um, gosh, um, more time for myself, for sure. uh, Because I've always, you know, tried to please everyone. Mm -hmm. And I just lost myself in the mix. Mm-hmm. so I think setting uh boundaries has made it so you know I can find myself because I'm like more than just a mom and a daughter and um you know a coworker, a friend all of that I'm
0: actually me and That's I nice. like to do me stuff That's nice. Oh, I might cry on this podcast. (coughs) You might (laughs) do. I am. This is good. This is um, podcast gold. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, the tears are flowing, gang. Okay, this is great. Um, Yeah, I. I. It's interesting. um, You know. We both started to, like, catch on to this idea of learning about boundaries, I think, later in both of our lives. Oh, for and, sure. You know, and certainly, if I may, later later in your life, because we're doing it at the same time. Absolutely. So much later. I yeah. I think I learned from you how hard boundary setting was. Right. You know, so, right. you know, saying no to people it's, was, like, a shot through the heart. Right. Like, I can't possibly tell you no. Right.
1: Well, and I think
0: that uh, a lot
1: of times when you tell people no, you think that they won't love you. Yeah. And that's a lot of times why I never told people no, is because it, it was all wrapped up in, you know, well, if I do this for you, you'll love me. Yeah. You know, or or like me or whatever. Not sure. romantic, you know, yeah. or could be. Yeah. Definitely could be. Yeah. But, um, you know, that idea of, you know, trying to be perfect for everybody,
0: you lose yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, I mean, we know the same people and we have (laughs) the same journey. So I think it's like setting boundaries, like probably even at some times with each other, you know, like, oh, for sure. um, You know, hey, I I need you or hey, I I don't, I need to be on my own and I need to figure this out for myself. And absolutely. That's that's hard, especially because you don't want to feel like you're disappointing someone. For sure. Um, For sure. Tell me about one of the times when you, like, made a statement that was like, I think I just set a boundary. For sure. I I know exactly. (laughs)
1: And it's become the mantra of a group of my friends is, no, you can't bring your dog. (laughs) You can't bring your dog. No, you can't bring your dog. And, uh, yeah, I was having bunko with the girls over, and uh, somebody called and wanted to bring. And I don't have, at that time, I had no animals Mm -hmm. and a new home. And, uh, so she wanted to bring her friend who was a sub wanted to bring her dog it wasn't even hers mm-hmm. peaches or something like that. The dog's name was, and, and Hey, and I said, no, she can't bring her dog. And the woman was like, what? Like she heard me wrong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said, no, she can't bring your dog. So I'll see you on, on Wednesday at six. Right. Okay. Good. Bye. And I got off the phone and I felt great. It's like, uh-huh. oh my goodness. And they came over on the Wednesday, and everything was fine. No dagger eyes, no, oh, you're just a horrible person, dog hater. There was none of that. Right. Whereas before, I would have said, oh, yeah, sure, of course you can bring your dog. And then I would have got off the phone and immediately started grumbling and worried the entire week about a dog coming to my house. Right. Where I didn't worry about any of that. It's like, oh. Right. So now it's now that's the mantra. Whatever right. it is when you... No, you can't bring your dog. Right, whatever it is.
0: Right, and we like dogs. We like dogs, and we like cats. You have two cats. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, sorry, I just outed you as a cat lady. Oh, I know. <laughs> so Well, sorry. I guess a
1: boyfriend counteracts cats. So oh. if I had just like a couple cats and was single, maybe on my way to cat lady. Oh, but I've heard he died, or I made it. it up. You probably made. it I up I did to make, make it up feel that better. boyfriend trumps two cats in the house.
0: Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah, but I think so. We use we use the you can't bring your dog a lot, um, like when we're joking and setting boundaries because mm-hmm. it you know it has nothing to do with the dog. But at the time, you had your new home, you didn't know the person, nope. you didn't know the dog or nope. how they would behave, uh-uh. and you were like, "I this is a boundary that I'm setting for my home at the time and my um, my of mind." Yeah. yeah,
1: and and I um, wasn't really worried um, about how they felt about me about that. Uh-huh. Which I think was important. It's like I'm not trying to hurt you. Yeah. I'm just trying to do me. Right. And I think that's where it, it get, kind of gets blurred on people with boundary setting. It's not about hurting the other person. It's just about and if they take it that way, then it's it's that's, on them.
0: That's their goo as you that's say. That's their
1: that's their goo. Yeah, not trying to hurt you.
0: Yeah, and th- I think that's what you and I have gone through a lot separately and together. It's you know, setting we have equated setting a boundary to hurting someone else. A- absolutely. If I, if I say no to you, or if I tell you something that is different than what you think, mm-hmm. I am, I am directly hurting you somehow, right. which is not true. It's absolutely not true. And it's surprising. Haven't you found like since, as you've like learned how to do this? I know I have where. I'll say it and nothing happens. They're fine. Oh, they're, they're like so fine. Okay.
1: It's it's mostly what, like, like I said earlier about me feeling like you won't love me mm-hmm. if, if I tell you no. Or yeah, really, the earth doesn't come shattering down. Right. At all. And saying no is so helpful as far as like worrying about things that are coming up. Like if you say, oh, sure, I'll do that. I'll take care of that project or I'll do this. And then you spend so much time worrying about it. Instead of, I mean, if you want to do it, great. Yeah. But if you're just doing it to appease somebody or something, then it hurts you along the way. And they could care less. Oh, you don't want to do that? Fine, I'll ask another person. Right. It's like, oh, that's all it takes?
0: Perfect. Right. And I remember someone <clears throat> saying, like, why do you think you have that much power over people? Oh,
1: well, there was someone in my past a long time ago. It's uh-huh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, this isn't about you. Yeah.
0: Like, and I'm like, wait, oh, it's not? It's
1: really not about me.
0: Oh, <laughs> hot. We're both sipping our coffees.
1: Oh, it's delicious.
0: And we have a really nice ambiance going on. There's flowers mm-hmm. and a candle. And we're both in our jammies. Right. <laughs> With our hair up. Yeah. But we did brush our teeth. We did brush our teeth. I so, thought it was important. You're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, So, okay. So setting boundaries is important because there's this, like, I know for me, like a almost a body reaction to saying no to people sometimes because I just genuinely don't want hurt, to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, I, when you overcome that, what in your mind do you get from being able to do that?
1: Well, I kind of think it opens you up to things you really want to say yes to. Ooh. Because it's like when I remember when, when the boys were playing uh, ball mm-hmm. and uh, everyone was an all-star. Mm-hmm. Everybody's an all-star. So um, the people that really were all-stars kind of get muddled because everybody's an all-star. And that's that's not the way the world works. I mean, mm-hmm. you you rise and you achieve. So if you're saying yes to everybody, then nothing gets really done properly. And the things that you say yes to really aren't that special because you've said yes to everything. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. So you're saying like... like- jake he wanted a shout out he oh, says what hey, up baby. jake and now we got to give one to nick. What, Hi, up, nick what up nick okay those are my brothers um <clears throat> so like for example jake's playing baseball and and you're saying if he were to say um ha- have been told yes by people who actually should have told him no like in his baseball journey that the no the yeses wouldn't have felt as good well i think for for jake specifically
1: he was in that top 12 of the Mm all-stars but they're all all all-stars so Mm -hmm. how special are these top 12 Mm -hmm. they're just might as well just all be Mm all-stars and how hard do you strive to be in the top if everybody is in the collective
0: so oh so you're saying that setting boundaries and telling no actually allows people to when they get a yes, it feels really F- good. Feel, yeah, it feels special about it. Mm-hmm. And and when you tell someone yes and and
1: actually do it, that feels special too.
0: Yeah, and what? Okay, so it feels special to
1: you too. It feels special to me too. If I'm saying yes to everybody, you know, then then I'm lamenting things, and it just kind of bleeds on. Like I remember one time in the when the kids when all you guys were little. I said yes so much and did so much. I was looking forward to things being over. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even enjoy what was going on because I just wanted to be done because there was so many other things going on.
0: Right. So, so you weren't even enjoying it. I wasn't even
1: enjoying it because I was just saying yes and peddling. And, and I, I don't regret it. I sure. don't regret anything because it all brought me here. Right. But um, I didn't need to do all of that. Somebody would have stepped up, but nobody needed to step up. Right. Because you were like, I got it. Right. The only Mm -hmm. boundary I set with baseball is I never kept score. (laughs) I never was the gal that said she could keep score. (laughs) Because I knew as soon as I said, oh, sure, I can keep score. I'd be keeping score all the time. And I didn't want to do that. Yeah. But
0: I said yes to everything else. You really did. I did. You were everywhere. Everywhere. Shout out to the moms who do stuff like barbering. Like, mom was at every game. (laughs) Thanks, ma. You're welcome <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> um, yeah that that's really interesting but it's so funny because again like you by setting boundaries you naturally lean to like how it would make other people feel. Oh um, so and I do the same. What else how does it make you feel? like like you said, it gave you peace to um, really enjoy the things that you wanted really to wanted enjoy. To. Um, but I think you said, like, at the very beginning, like, it opens up to things that you, uh, like, you, maybe you don't even know that you're interested, like golf.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know how to talk about that without outing, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I found myself in a part of my life because of tough decisions that I made, um, with nothing to do. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. because I made tough decisions and, uh, you know, said yes to golf. Didn't want to. I said mm-hmm. yes to a beer and a golf cart. Yeah. And then I swung the <laughs> I'll club. I'll sit and, in the cart. Huh? i sit in the cart and drink a beer. And then I found something that just added so much to my life because I said yes to that. Right. Um. So.
0: It's interesting. It's yeah. Like you I, say no so you can say yes. Oh, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. Because yeah. if I was doing a whole bunch of other things. And I'm on a, a national, uh, you know, doing things with different things and I'm solid in my no. hmm You know, so I've gotten, as I get older, I'm more solid in the nose, even mm-hmm. if they keep asking. hmm You know, it's like, oh, I just don't want to be on that board. Yeah. I just don't want to. Right. It looks boring and awful. <laughs> you know, but I will be on anything you can do. to I can help you. So I'm still that girl that it's like, okay, what, what can I do to help? Uh But I just don't want to do that.
0: Well, and so it has to a little bit more match up with the things that you enjoy. Uh, Absolutely. So it's like, I'm still going to be selfless and a servant, but I am going to do it in the ways that also fulfill me. Right. I think that happens. I talked about this on a different one, but like with, um, uh, giving help to like nonprofits, Mm -hmm. like there are a million things that you could donate to Mm -hmm. and you know everybody should in some way like give to others Mm -hmm. but you also have to find something that aligns with like who you are Mm -hmm. um because if you um you know for example we'll give dogs some love in this example because (laughs) even though you you can't you can't bring your dog but like in this example we're gonna give dogs some serious love you know like if i'm a, a huge dog lover and i decide to give Uh, money to, to cats. I'm doing that because I feel like I have to, um, and if I have some extra money, do that too. But I know that like my heart will also be fulfilled if I give to something that I really care about. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I, I kind of want to stay on the golf for another minute because I just think it's so amazing. Like, and this is something that you picked up in the, like in the halfway point of your life, you know,
1: They call it mid-century now. Oh, they do. <laughs> the, okay. the 50s are the mid-century. Although I did start at 47.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's- and I,
1: I just never thought, I mean, it was something, why would you ever do that, blah, blah, blah. Still some people say that, but.
0: Why do you think they say that?
1: I just don't think they understand. And, and I think that they have other things that they do.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, like anything else, it's like.
0: You're, you're really good at it. Thanks. And. Um, By you saying thanks, that's also a demonstration of your growth. You know that, right? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Because (laughs) everyone I know my mom so well It's so (laughs) stupid. So because I think that's also part of this is like um, owning like not everything has to be about someone else. And so like with golf, you are very good at it. You guys, mom just hits a straight drive every single time she's up. At the tee box, it's quite annoying for I've someone been asked if
1: That's boring.
0: Is it, bo- is is it boring, boring to, to just hit, hit a good shot every time? time? <laughs> Maybe for some, right? Um, but um, I'm, but anywho, you know, I think probably long ago, if someone were to compliment you, you would have felt like, oh well, we should be. Um, I want you to feel as good as I feel. Absolutely. So, oh, in um, anything. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, golf is fine. It's like totally fine. But right. um, hey, you're really good at uh, whatever you're doing. Right. Whereas um, the, the ability, the power to say thank you. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that I'm good at just that. A simple, yeah, just a simple thank you is, is really difficult mm-hmm. for me. Because mm-hmm.
1: I want to explain that, oh, everybody's good. And I'm not that special. And
0: Hmm. Which is the know, same crap.
1: Yeah, it is. Because I, you know, in that, I am good. And yeah. I love it. And okay, it's, girl. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, how do I introduce myself? Golf tour professional.
0: Yeah, I know. And it, it. yeah, it's the same goo as like not wanting to make a, someone else feel bad. But it's like, wh- why would why would me saying I'm good at something make you feel bad at something?
1: Exactly. It, because we all have our, our strengths and our weaknesses, for sure. I yeah. Mean, everybody does and for some reason I took to that and I thank God every day for it cuz it I literally think it saved me from the muck in my head mm-hmm. at that period of time
0: yeah you know Well and now you've been able to um it's well beyond that mm-hmm. and now it's part of your life you found right. a partner who it's part of his life so you guys can do that together right something that you've been able to enjoy with your kids
1: oh absolutely yeah jake comes out you come out mm-hmm. nick's come out we even brought joe out at f- yeah five months yeah strapped him to the golf cart and away we went yep um and that even bringing him on the golf cart was interesting too because i've never been one one to get in anybody's way so mm-hmm. i wouldn't have you know i, I teasingly call myself a wallflower honestly uh-huh. oh, I'm, you know, I'm just standing over here and it's like that's probably not the truth anybody uh,
0: who's met my mom <coughs> knows that she's not a wallflower so <laughs> the way she describes herself is just simply untrue <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh i just don't want to be in anybody's way so the fact that i just say hey can i take my you know grandson and oh yeah sure
0: yeah it's like wow okay here we go right a- asking for what you need asking for what i really uh, want to do yeah there's another big one it's the same yeah. with boundaries too it's like just say out loud what you need and yeah. oftentimes you'll either get it or you'll be told no and you'll find a different way to get absolutely absolutely yeah
1: and i think that's what's so important too is is writing down or asking for what you want even in the big picture mm-hmm. i mean you hear that all the time all the self-help books we. But it's so true. Mm-hmm. I have a... Um, oh, gosh. I don't even... I should have gotten that paper out on when I wrote about my partner, mm-hmm. the perfect man that I wanted for my sons and for myself. Mm-hmm. And I darn near got him. Mm-hmm. You know, I darn near got him. And that's been super, super long time ago. Mm-hmm. And the boundaries come into play, even in the dating realm, mm-hmm. is... You know, just because you want to date me doesn't mean, you know, I want to date you and I'm not going to say yes to you just so you don't get your feelings hurt. Right. You know, and that's been a tough one too. Yeah. Is You know, and I do mean dating, not sleeping with people. I do mean just, you know, do I want to spend time with you? Right. Do I want to just see...
0: my? I, do I want it, to spend my precious life right. with you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And even though you'd want to with me... Mm hmm. And lots of them don't. But I mean, it's that weeding out process. You get your choices. I get mine. And mm-hmm. you weed till you go, OK, here we go. Yeah. And it is a
0: process. It is. And <clears throat> I've said this about myself, although I know that it's true for more than one person in the room <laughs> is, um, you know, I've probably been in relationships too long Oh, I was just afraid to tell him what I needed. Absolutely. So I'm like, it, I think absolutely. it's actually easier to just stay in the relationship. Absolutely. <laughs> I, absolutely. You know, I don't really like what's going on here. Right. We're not like seeing eye to eye. But like, I think it's just easier for me to not talk about it. To not talk.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or the flip side is to get out of a relationship that might be good because you're too afraid to tell them what you need. Right. It's just easier uh, to like Yeah, so I'm just going to not even try with this Mm -hmm. one. So it's it's all that. And I remember a conversation we had a a while ago about the dating because we were both dating at the same time. And uh, the same process but the needs were so different Mm -hmm. because I was just looking for a partner but you're looking for the father of your children Mm -hmm. which is... Huge. Mm-hmm. You know, the same mm-hmm. process, but different.
0: Yeah. Right? hmm <clears throat> And I found that um, saying what I need to my partner especially has been a game changer. And it's hard. It's so hard. Like, you know, because again, I'm so programmed to um, feel like if I say something contradictory to him, uh, to what he needs, then I will hurt him in some way. Right. Um, and I found especially early when we were dating, I would literally just have to like word vomit it. Like <laughs> all I all need all this all. from you. Oh my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. That hurts so bad. Oh God. Please let me. Please let me And he's like, okay. Right. And it and you know, and, and I guess that's also <clears> like <throat> dependent on like the person you find. I guess it's like a good um A good way to sniff someone out is like if they say, okay, I will give this to you or you know what? Here are my boundaries. Mm -hmm. I can't give that to you, but here is what I can do.
1: Absolutely. And funny part about it, I just had this pop into my head because of course, John is with Joe taking a walk while we're doing this. Mm -hmm. So even though I didn't think I needed something, somebody fatherly or I got him. Yeah. Because I realized in this whole journey that my... Well, I knew you guys were my everything. But um, I really didn't think that I needed to have a guy that cared as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And I found one anyway.
0: Right. Oh, because you felt like I you felt, could handle all the caretaking.
1: I, I could I could do all the caretaking and you just have to be there? I don't, you know, mm-hmm. or just let me be while I go do my family. But I found someone that's like... No, I'm coming too. Oh yeah. I'm gonna do this, you know? Mm-hmm. John was there when Joe was born. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah.
0: John's the boyfriend, Joe's the baby. Right. Grandma's perfect grandchild baby in the world. and nephew. Oh <laughs> I'm so smitten. It's like it's really crazy. Show everybody a picture of him. Well, I can't I can't do that. Oh, good one. <laughs> you got me there, Ma. <laughs> oh my gosh. You like that one? I do. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Lord um where do we go from here we're just giggling um I, the I think the last piece for me and maybe not but I just find it so you are such proof of the fact that like life truly is a journey and it's like Ugh. learning. And, and growing, because I feel like, especially I definitely would have thought this when I was like 25, which I am not anymore. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, oh thank God. Because that would have been really weird. <laughs> that would have been awkward. <laughs> um, is, um you know, I thought, so I thought this at 25 is, you know, oh, OK, like I'll figure out like the woman I am probably here pretty soon. And then like that's that's life. But actually, it's a constant learning game constantly. Mm-hmm. Like there have been times where you and I have had chats and either I will have an epiphany or you will. Oh for sure. And watching you have them is really special to me because I'm like, mom's still growing and which means I get to still grow as mm-hmm. I you know, as I age. Right. Well looking
1: back, I mean, I you know, at fifty five, I don't even recognize the woman I was at forty. Uh-huh. I don't even recognize her. It's like uh-huh. how could you? Why what? So that's or or and and I don't think that as much as my 20s and 30s although mm-hmm. she's kind of unrecognizable too, but I was just in in automatic, in automatic pilot mm-hmm. raising my family, doing my stuff, being Yeah. It wasn't till you guys were almost grown <clears throat> that it was like, "Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Now, now what do I now, do? Now now what? Yeah, now to what? So that's really interesting, and I guess we can pose it to me as someone who wants to be a mom, right? H- how do I how do I not do that? Like how do I make sure that I am keeping me in check while I'm having a family? Well, I
1: think that obviously you're being an older parent. Mm-hmm. I think it adds that that. Because you know yourself and you know how to keep yourself in check. And I was thinking that when we were had Joe with us. And we're just sitting and being present with mm-hmm. him.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's one pe- thing that people don't do a lot of is be mm-hmm. present. And as a grandma, I don't have anything else to do but be present with him. Mm-hmm. But as a parent, you're worried about the roof over their head and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just to be to try your best to be present with him, mm-hmm. know that there's so much love in the world mm-hmm. for her. I think you'll have a girl. He oh. <clears throat> heard it here first folks. Right. Um, and uh, like you guys were all in daycare and I worked the mm-hmm. entire time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that um, I th- for the most part you guys did okay. But, but not worry, not sweat the small stuff, mm-hmm. a dirty house or a, Dirty this, or and also too, since your boundaries are there, mm-hmm. you won't try to be doing everything else when your family's at home eating dinner,
0: right? You and know? you do you feel like you kind of did that a little bit? I don't. Um, I don't have like strong memories of that, but yeah, I think what you were saying earlier is like you kind of look back and you're like, oh my gosh, my whole life was focused on the kids, which is like you right. are an amazing mother. But it feels like if you set boundaries, you can actually have both where it's like full kid focus and Nancy time.
1: And yes, because I think that I think that's why I woke up at 40 after, you know, because I'm oldest child, too. Mm -hmm. So I was doing the same thing for my siblings Mm -hmm. as I did for my kids. Right. So that's why I think why I woke up at 40 going, oh, man, who are you? Yeah. Who are you? And why do you say yes all the time and never say no? and because it was all wrapped up in caring and love and taking you know caregiver yeah so and i don't think you're gonna have that because you your journey is already going
0: mm-hmm. you know well i learned it from my gal oh <laughs> you're so sweet <laughs> thanks i mom. love you so much i love you too this was really really cool it went by fast yeah do you have any other nuggets of wisdom Probably many.
1: I probably have many, but since I'm older, I can't remember them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're so funny today, I- right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just very blessed
0: to have you. Me too, Ma. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, this was really special. Uh, I've been uh, really hopeful to get you on for a while because I admire you a lot. And oh. I'm... <laughs> oh. Oh. This well. is not getting edited no the tears will flow (laughs) it
1: you know how I feel about you I just am so proud of you
0: oh god this is bad (laughs) this is really taking and your
1: heart is all great now I know so away we go yep yeah so this is perfect I just I love watching your journey it helps me feel safe in mine
0: oh boy (laughs) (laughs) turn this thing off (laughs) I love you mama i love you thank too, you babe. very much for being tough and sharing your journey with other people you're welcome all it right. wasn't as hard i know it was <laughs> did you have fun i did
1: i did it's 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 very very interesting to yeah put it all out there but um you know there's other people that's put it all out there and you just gleam a little bit and just move on
0: yeah keep
1: trying yep I love you so much.
0: I love you too, mama. Thank you. Beautiful (laughs) girl. Love you. (laughs)
1: Love you too.